Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, Revoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Thank you for tuning in to Warren Martin Ministries. I'm so excited that you tuned in today. I want you to know that this is a power-packed broadcast where the Lord is going to release his miracles, his signs, his wonders, and the revelation of his word. So I want you to fasten your seatbelts, and we'll see you on the other side. We'll be right back. I'm married. I'm separated. I'm engaged. I'm a widow. I'm single. I'm divorced. I'm looking. Miracle Temple of Christ for people like you. Church isn't for perfect people. It's for those who know what it's like to fall and get back up again. People who realize that there's no such thing as a perfect person. I'm Pastor Warren of Miracle Temple of Christ, and we're here for people like you. Everyone lift up your hands in this place. Everyone please rest upon your feet in the presence of the Lord. Everyone rest upon your feet in the presence of the Lord. For he is worthy of our praise and worship. He is worthy of our adoration. He is worthy of our acknowledgement. He is worthy of our love. He is worthy of our gratitude. He is worthy of our praise. He is worthy of our thank you. He is worthy of our consideration. He is worthy of our meditation. He is worthy of our obedience. He is worthy of our sacrifice. He is worthy of our love. He is worthy of our focus and attention. He is worthy. He is worthy. Father, we thank you, Lord Jesus, for you have invited us into your presence. And for that we say thank you. Thank you for keeping us from danger seen and unseen. While we slept through the night, you let the devourer pass over our home. Thank you for keeping us. Thank you, Lord God, for keeping us out of the morgue this morning. Thank you for blessing us with this life that we will show forth the praises of him that sent us. Father, most of all, thank you for sending your son Jesus to die for our sins, oh God. Thank you for restoring us and keeping us, for birthing us into your kingdom. Father, we are grateful today. We are a grateful people today. Father, we have been honored with your presence. And we don't take that lightly. With holy hands we lift up unto you. And we give you the highest praise known unto man. As we shout hallelujah. As we shout hallelujah. As we shout hallelujah. Give God praise all over this house. 
you that are streaming give God praise all over this house wrap your arms around three people and let them know you're in the right place amen hallelujah hallelujah get your Bible after you're done hugging amen please remain standing bless the Lord thank God for the praise and worship ministry Thank God for your neighbor, the person that's next to you. Give an honor to all the men and women of God that are here, to all the elders, leaders. Amen. To all of our visitors, God bless you all. Amen. Good to see everyone. Glad you made it. Amen. I'm glad you came out. I'm glad you all came out. Amen. Turn to your neighbor, tell them, I'm glad to see you in the presence of the Lord. I'm glad to see you. Amen. Tell them once again, Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Amen. Amen. Turn with me very quickly. Thank God for those of you that are streaming today. God bless you all. The men of God, amen, that are on the balcony. The woman of God as well. Amen. Amen. Let us bow our heads very quickly. Father, we pray, Father, for those souls, oh God. Father, that were killed, we pray for even those that have been shot, even in Fort Lauderdale. We pray, Lord God, that you will heal their bodies. Those who are alive and yet remain, we pray that you will heal them and deliver them. We pray that you will touch the families, Lord God, and minister to them because they have questions. And we pray that you will give them answers. Father, we pray, Lord God, even for the soul of the shooter, we pray, O oh God, that he will receive forgiveness and receive, Father, salvation. Father, we pray, Lord God, for all those, O oh God, that suffer with intellectual disabilities and mental disorders. Father, we pray that you will cover them and keep them, Lord. Minister to every need, Lord. Thank you, Lord God, for allowing safe passage this day. Thank you for keeping us, O oh God. Father, for although we've been delayed, we have not been denied. And we thank you for keeping us. And we give you glory, honor, and praise for the miracles you will do in this place, for how you're going to heal the sick and deliver the oppressed. And souls will come to know you today as Savior and Lord. In Jesus Christ's name, we the people of God say amen. amen. If someone here still has the joy of their salvation, throw your hands up and shout hallelujah. Hallelujah. We thank God what the Lord is doing in our midst. Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. Amen. I would have been here a lot sooner. Amen. But uh, because of the additional security measures, amen, we had to experience, amen, delay. But I thank God for the now. I thank God for the now. Amen. Turn with me very quickly to the book of Matthew chapter 11, verse 28 through 29. I want to thank God, amen, for those of you that press out in the midst of inclement weather and snow on the ground and freezing cold, you still pressed out to get here. I want you to tell your neighbor, there's a reward for you today. That's right. Amen. Amen. I was going to have, uh, I told uh, Pastor Lana, we were talking last night. I said, night before last, I said, I'm going to have uh, Pastor Perry to minister this morning. <laughs> Amen. But the Lord said, no, you need to, you need to fly, fly and get there. Amen. So we thank God. Maybe next time. Amen. And we thank God for Pastor Donald Strickland. Amen. And I, I was almost ready 
to not interrupt him because he was preaching today's message. Amen. So he just flow right in the Holy Spirit. Let's thank God for Pastor Donald Strickland. Now he hears from the Lord and he's always on point. Amen. I've never met a day to see him off, off, his, off of point. Amen. And that, that's, a, that's a real sacrifice as a man of God. So one more time, let's give him a big round of applause. Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. Amen. So the book of Matthew, chapter 11, verse 28 through 29, I thank God we are rolling full speed ahead in our fast. Amen. Have you all gotten over the hump yet, the hard part? Yeah? Yeah, you've gotten over the hump? Amen. Okay. All right, praise God. So, amen. By God's grace, it will be easier. Amen. By the end of this fast. Amen. But I want you all to know that before you leave to pl this place today, everything has been held up from you is going to be loosed. Amen. 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 Every chain that's been holding you back will be loose before the end of this service. Hallelujah. The book of Matthew chapter 11, verse 28 and 29, we're going to do some teaching today. Amen. Amen. I, because I think that, um, you know, uh, along with our fast, it's very important that we are taught. Amen. It's very important that we're taught because you notice during this fast, you see how emotional you really are. Right? Haven't you noticed how emotional we really are? Amen. And we notice the things that influence our emotions. Amen. How many of you, by a show of hands, have been checking yourself throughout this entire fast? Amen. You haven't even got to the other things yet. The Lord's still dealing with you. Amen. Am I by myself? Amen. Amen. So we're going to do some teaching today, amen, and um, we're going to continue, amen, the Lord placed upon my heart, amen, to continue in the vein of praise, amen, because we have been talking about that, amen, a couple of months ago, teaching about it, and then uh, 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 Pastor Craig, she went in on it on New Year's Eve, amen, and then, pa and then Elder Craig, he went in, and then Pastor Don finished, amen, and I believe that this is something that the Lord is speaking, amen, to us because he's really redirecting our attention back to him. He's redirecting our attention back to him. Amen. There's something that I do with my dog. Amen. And um, my dog, he's about two years old now. Amen. And he's a well-trained pup. Amen. And, uh, but one of the things I do with him with a treat, I have treats in my hand. I'll let him smell the treats. I'll let him smell the treats. Amen. And then I will literally put the treat in front of his face. And he smells it, and you know dog's sense of smell is like 100 times more than humans. Amen. So the treat is right in front of his face, but I never give him the treat until he look at me. Amen. I'll move the treat all around, and his face will stay still. Amen. It's only until he look at me I give him the treat. Because I don't want you thinking that the treat is worth more than me. I want him to know I am his source. And if you don't look to me, you'll never get what's in my hand. And many of us has looked at what God can give them and God said, I'm going to keep holding it until you look to me. And I believe that this year, amen, so I feel the Holy Ghost. And I believe this year God is saying, I'm ready to release what I have for you, but you got to look to me. And if you look at me, 
I'll give you everything that has been holding in my hand for you. I dare somebody to look unto the hills from whence cometh their help, for my help comes from the Lord. For I will supply. Amen. How what did he say? All God will supply all my needs, for he will supply all my needs according to his riches and his, and his glory. Amen. So, amen someone. <clears throat> do, do you hear what I'm saying? Amen. There was another thing, amen, uh, uh, it was funny, very funny. Uh, my, my dog, amen, um, he had an ear infection. And uh, here you go with the dog stories. I just try to see God in everything. So, and, and the dog, amen, he had an ear infection, Pastor Lot took him to the vet, amen, he had an ear infection in both ears, amen, both of his ears were infected, and she had to spray this, this medicine in his ears, and the funny part about it, she said they had to hold him down, and he was wrestling, and they couldn't do it, they couldn't do it, you know, so, uh, uh, so it was just very funny that he was just fighting them at every turn, you know, because dogs are always very sensitive about their ears and their paws, amen, so, uh, the next day, I came in and Pastor Law said, we need to put that medicine in his ears, but I couldn't do it. And Judah had to help, Fennell helped, they couldn't get him, you know. So, so what I did was, amen someone, what I did was I grabbed the treat, amen, I held the medicine, and he saw the medicine and remembered the day before and all of the anxiety and everything he went through. So he began to start panicking a little bit with me. And I stopped moving until he calmed down. Many of us think that because we are having emotional outbursts that God will move. God won't move because you become anxious. He won't move until you calm down and focus on him. So I had the treat and I had the medicine. Amen, someone. So I didn't give him the whole treat. I gave him a part of the treat. You hear what I'm saying? Y'all dog owners know what I'm talking about. Amen. So now let's proceed with me letting me put the medicine in your ears. I laid him down. He was calm. I put the medicine in both ears, and they were all watching in surprise. After I got done giving them the medicine, then I went ahead and gave him the treat. I let him know that I will give you what you want if you let me fix you up. And last year... We want, wanted what we wanted from God, but we didn't want God to fix us up. I prophesied to you by the power of God, the sickness that attached to you throughout 2016 will not be a part of your life this year. The failures that were a part of your life last year will not be a part of your life this year. Throw your hands up and give God a shout of praise. So I try to see God in everything. Amen. Everything. I try to. And the book of Matthew chapter 28 verse, uh, chapter 11 verse 28 and 29 says, Come unto me, all ye that labor and are heavy laden, right? And I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn of me. And what? And what? And learn of me, for I am meek and lowly in heart, and you shall find rest unto your souls. Amen. Before I let you take your seats, I want you to understand, amen, someone, <clears throat> that you will not get rest through anything else until you learn of God. Now listen to that. Nothing will give you rest from the troubles of your soul 
until you learn of Jesus Christ. Rest is a learned behavior. It's a revelation that is discovered. So everything, you, the, what you learn about God, do you understand what I'm saying? Promotes rest in God. So every area that has the most torment is always an area that have, you have not learned. So Jesus Christ said, learn of me. Learn of me, for I am meek and lowly in heart, and you shall find rest. So rest is found through what you learn. Do you understand what I'm saying? We pray to God, and we leave it at the feet of Jesus Christ because of what we've learned. We believe that he has heard our prayers. We believe, amen, that he will answer our prayers. And that's how we find rest. It's not the act of prayer. It's what we've learned. We pray because of what we've learned. Our expectation is because of what we know, what we know, what we've learned. Amen. So, amen. So I want to show you some things, amen, concerning praise. I just want to throw that out there. Amen. That rest is important to have. Amen. But you will never obtain it to your soul until you learn of Jesus Christ. Bottom line. Bottom line. Do you understand what I'm saying? Amen. And let's be honest. Let's be real. Amen. We, we deal with people all day long and we never knew how troubled they really were. Amen. They never knew how troubled that man was until after he shot all of those people. Amen. Just imagine if he had already knew of Jesus Christ. Are you hearing what I'm saying? So today we're going to talk about the accessibility through praise. What is accessible to me? What access do I have? through praise. Amen? Amen. We're going to try to do this in 20 minutes. Amen? We're going to try our best. Whatever we leave on the table, we'll revisit next week, okay? Let me get someone that's going to work with me and read with a loud voice. Minister Polite did a good job last week. Can we get someone else that can do it like him? With a loud voice. Amen. Somebody that has victory in their voice. All right? Minister Pumphrey? Okay, cool. Amen. Praise the Lord. Psalm 1611. Meet me there. Psalm 1611. I'll let you take your seat after this. Amen. Write this down based on the revelation we just gave. Insight gives you rest. Thank you. Insight gives you rest. <clears throat> Amen. Amen. And the way the Lord has been opening up his word to us lately, it's been bringing about a greater rest in my soul. Has that been happening to, to, to you? Things that I've concerned about and things that I've in the past become impatient and anxious about? I'm noticing now that what the Lord is revealing to us is bringing about a rest to me now. You, 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 are you noticing that? <clears throat> Amen. So Psalm 16, 11, amen. In his presence, in what? In whose presence? Whose presence? So that you, only half of us have that scripture? Psalm 16, 11. In his presence, in whose presence? In his presence, there is fullness of joy. Thou will show me the path of life, in thy presence is fullness of joy. Listen, 
at thy right hand there are pleasures forevermore. So first you have to get into his presence to have fullness of joy. And once you're in his presence, you'll recognize all of the pleasures of this life forevermore. That means pleasures, amen, that everything you think about is there at his right hand. But you first have to get into his presence. May the Lord add a blessing to the reading of his word and sanctify deep within our hearts. You know what to do. Give your neighbor a high five and let them know once again it's on. Amen. We're going to do some teaching today, so get ready. Tell your neighbor, strap your seatbelts and get ready. I want you to look at them eye to eye and tell them, remove every distraction. Yes. And every thought that will try to be above God. In Jesus Christ's name. You had to tell them in Jesus Christ's name because there's power in his name. So, Psalm 1611 in his presence, there's fullness of joy. So my challenge is to get in his presence. Amen. In his presence, there's fullness of joy. Amen. Of Psalm 1611. Thou will show me the path of life. So not only is there fullness of joy, but also there's direction, the path of life. The path of life. So now God, once you get in his presence, he will show you direction. And then at his right hand, there's pleasures forevermore. So now here is the giftings and the blessings once you get in his presence. Once you get in his presence, he'll give you direction. Amen to one. And then as a result, you'll have all the things that you need or desire as well. Now, the first thing we need to understand, amen, is how do I get into his presence? Because most people think that coming to church is getting into his presence. That's not the case all the time. Amen. So the Bible teaches us, amen, in Psalms 104. Psalms 104. There's a certain way to enter into the presence of the Lord. Even if you have an extreme need, you cannot put your need over this. I'm talking about even in an event of an emergency. Amen. You have to do this before you even make your request known. And the first thing you have to do is call what? What is it? Praise. Enter into his courts with praise. Enter into his gates with thanksgiving. Even in the midst of extreme circumstances, God, I thank you. I need you right now. Jesus Christ said, when you pray, you ought to pray this way. Our Father, which art in heaven, hallowed, holy is thy name. So you're entering even into the presence of God with the praise. God responds to praise. Do you, do you understand that? Amen. Enter into his gates. Amen. With thanksgiving. Listen. And into, into his courts with praise. Listen, be thankful unto him and bless his name. Do you see that? Many people don't even enter into the presence of God because they can't force themselves to praise. 
We have to learn that even in rough circumstances to appreciate God. That is a choice, Sister Tanya, to appreciate God even over my problems. God, I thank you. See, see, you haven't lived long enough until you thank God while you're crying. You ain't lived long enough. <laughs> Pastor Craig, we must be talking about to a bunch of young bucks. You haven't served God long enough until you've learned to praise him while you're going through something. I'm talking about when you don't even know how you're going to make it out, but you still have a praise. Is there anyone here that understands what I'm talking about when you are not at the end of going through, but in the midst of it, and you still say, God, I thank you. Amen. In the midst of having your heart broke, in the midst of experiencing loss, in the midst of being downtrodden, you still say, thank you. Amen. So it's very important because spiritually, as the Lord was dealing with me, the Lord told me to let, let the people of God know that just because you crossed over into a new year doesn't mean that Satan didn't cross over also. So until we learn to understand that God is our source, then we'll be depending on things to make us happy. Do you understand what I'm saying? So the Bible says in Psalms 100, verse 4, Psalms 104, not verse 4, Psalms 104, enter into his gates with thanksgiving and into his courts with praise. Be thankful unto him and bless his name. Because something happens, amen, someone, when God shows up. Listen, God responds to praise and worship. A grateful heart, God responds to that person. Because anyone that's grateful is always humble. And if you're humble, you can be exalted. You can't enter into God's presence prideful. He won't hear you. He resisteth the proud and exalts the humble. So if you put a praise before your request, then God will raise you up because that's you acknowledging someone better and above you. And a prideful person can't do that. A prideful person cannot acknowledge someone else being better than them. Amen, someone. A hater is like, like someone hear your new song that you just did. You just have your demo. Amen. And everyone is like, man, that's hot. That's fire. And the hater on the other side of the room, they say, it's all right. It's all right. <laughs> because they can't give praise. Amen. And let me break this down. When you cannot give praise, it's satanic. Listen, if you can't say thank you, Lord, it's satanic. You are under satanic control. Are you understanding what I'm saying? So, amen. So, I love this because, amen, the Bible declares, so, go with me. We, I told you we are going to teach today. So, uh, 2 Kings chapter 3, verse 15. Amen. 2 Kings chapter what? 3.15. Because things happen in the presence of God. So I have to learn to be creative 
to bring his presence. Do you hear what I'm saying? Amen. So what happened in verse 15? Look at this in verse 15. But now bring me a minstrel. The king needed to hear from the word, of, hear, hear from God. The king had a need, amen, an emergency. And he needed to hear from God. The first thing he did was ask for a minister of music, ask for a praise worshiper, a singer, a psalmist to come in his presence. Someone who was a true worshiper, he said, watch this, bring me a minstrel. Look at this. And it came to pass when the minstrel came, in other words, and then the minstrel began to play. He began to minister and worship on, amen, in psalm on the instrument. And the Bible says, then the hand of the Lord came upon him. Praise and worship is sweet and inviting to God. He inhabits the praises of Israel. He inhabits the praises of, of, of his people. He lives in praise and worship. When you can't find God, he can't find your praise. There's a reason why you can't find God. It's because he cannot find your praise. Because he hears praise and worship going up and it causes him to look for it. Do you hear what I'm saying? Someone just got a revelation. Whenever you can't feel the presence of God is because he can't hear or sense your praise. If he lives in the praises of his people, you can learn to live in his presence. Oh, man. So every time when I went through times in my life and I did not sense the presence of God, that was always a low time concerning my praise. And I had no one to teach me that. Because I learned even when I was going through the roughest time of my life, that should have been the time that my praise should have went to the next level. Then the hand of the Lord came upon him because someone started worshiping and playing and ministering to the Lord. And then the hand of the Lord came upon him. Amen, someone. So now we talked about, amen, in Psalms, amen, 16, 11, of how his presence, there, in his presence there's fullness of joy, and then the path of life as well. Well, let me show you something, because in Isaiah chapter 30, verse 29 through 31, I'm going to show you something. We'll read 29 and 30 first. Amen, someone. If, if, if his presence had fullness of joy, and then he gives you the path of life, he gives you direction, that means that in his presence I need to be able to hear his voice. Do you understand what I'm saying? This is making things very clear, very plain. This is why whenever you need to hear from God, you have to learn to shut yourself down from other voices and outside influences and spend some time before the Lord in worship, praise, and prayer. Do you hear what I'm saying? And he will speak. For the Bible says in Isaiah chapter 30, verse 29 through 30, ye shall have a song. Look, you shall have a song. Amen. Amen. That song is not predicated by what happens in your life. You should automatically have a song. You should always be equipped with a song. Your favorite worship song should be locked away in your soul. <laughs> Every one of us should have 
a praise and worship song that when we sing it, it takes us into God's presence. Can I talk to anybody that know what I'm talking about? I'm talking about that kind of praise that when you praise him in that way, you know you're in the presence of God. Ask your neighbor, where's your song? Where's your song? Amen. This is why every one of us have a song that when we hear it on the radio, it sends us into praise. Because that is the song that's connected to your soul. And when you give that song back to the Lord, that's what he loves. You shall have a song. That means no matter what is going on in your life, you got to have a song that's going to glorify God. Even when you're broke down, messed up and discouraged, even in success, even in the mountaintop experience, even in the valley, there's a song. You got to have a song. And this is not about how good you sound. It's not about your tonation. Amen, someone. It's not about how on tune you are or on beat. The fact that it came from your soul, God hears it. Amen, someone. And that's what God honors. You will. I want you to turn to your neighbor and say, you got to get a song. You, you got to. You had one. I don't know what happened, but. All of the old saints had a song. They had a song. You got to have a song. It's not about you singing on the choir or on the praise and worship team. It's just something, amen, someone, that will allow you to praise without rehearsing your complaint. Because sometimes while praying, you sometimes rehearse your issue. But the song doesn't have those words. It just has a praise. Y'all, are y'all? It just has a worship. So therefore, while you're singing, you didn't put into air, the air, the same issue that you're going through. But this song is for the Lord. So sometimes singing a song does not allow you to complain about the issue. Sometimes even through your prayer, you get access to the issue again. When the Lord says, all right, you already told me about it. Now praise me for it. <laughs> you will have a song. You will have a song. No, he didn't say you will have a song. He said you shall have a song. Do you, do you hear what I'm saying? Which means that that's a prerequisite. When you're feeling discouraged, where's your song? Where's your praise that won't allow you to rehearse the issue? Amen. Amen. What do you have that can give to God that won't allow you to focus on your problems where you can just focus on him? Amen. And I'm not saying God doesn't want us to tell him about our issue. Of course. That's what prayer is for. But God wants us to be able to get beyond our issues after we give it to him and praise and, and worship him. Amen, someone. So, you shall have a song, watch this, as in the night when a holy solemnity is kept and gladness of heart, and when one goeth with a pipe to come into the mountain of the Lord, to the mount mighty one of Israel. Listen to this. And the Lord shall cause his glorious what? 
hold on. No, y'all not reading it. And the Lord shall cause his glorious what? Voice to be what? To be heard. So now as I praise him and worship him, amen, someone, because now he hears my sacrifice, now he's going to speak. And the Lord shall cause his glorious voice to be heard. Amen, someone. He will cause his glorious voice to be heard. Watch this. And shall show the lightning down of his arm with the indignation of his anger. Watch this. Watch this. Look. And with scattering and tempest and hailstones. And in verse 31 talks about when you praise first, God will speak and then cause your enemies to flee. So praise also fights your battle. Someone read verse 31, Sister Pumphrey, loudly, because they don't believe me. 31. For, for, for through the voice of the Lord, listen, shall the Assyrians, shall your enemies, shall your opposition, shall your hindrances, shall your yokes, shall your problems and issues and situations be beaten down. Read, go ahead. Smoke with a rock and what else? With a sword or with a rod. Amen. So, so we notice that when God speaks, amen, the enemies have to scatter. Amen, someone. Amen. And also, praise gives you access to fresh oil. Uh-oh. I'm trying not to preach it. I'm trying to teach it. Praise gives you access to fresh oil. Do you understand what I'm saying? Turn with me very quickly to Psalm 92, 10. Mm-hmm. Right. Amen. Someone read that. Sister Pumphrey, loud. But my horn, what? Shall God exalt? Yes. I shall be anointed with fresh oil. Yep. Praise will put you in position to be anointed, amen, with fresh oil. Re-anointed with fresh oil. Amen. I'm not trying to make anyone hungry right now because I know that we are fasting. Amen. But you try cooking new fish in old fish grease. Oh, fish oil. Amen. Try cooking chicken in fish oil. You ruin the taste. You ruin the flavor. You disappointed the person that's going to eat it. Amen, someone. Amen. And if you leave old oil out after it's been used, amen, someone, it becomes smelly. It becomes dark and crispy and, and, and filthy with the particles of the last time you cooked. Amen, someone. And many of us have not, amen, been freshened with fresh oil. We're still operated under the old anointing, under an old oil. And the last time we were anointed was the last time we really went into praise. 
The last time we really were anointed was the last time we went into sacrifice and obedience unto the Lord. So we don't even recognize it in the realm of the spirit that we stink. Mm-hmm. Right. Because when your oil is old, you can't be used for anything new. Do you, do you understand what I'm saying? Do, do you understand what I'm saying? You can't be used for anything new. Amen. Because old fish oil, amen someone, can only be used for fish that no one really wants. And many of us have been locked into limitations and locked into hindrances into our own mind. Amen. That's all because we have not given God glory enough to be used for anything new. And that's why we only think God comes a certain way. You have old oil. God can do whatever he wants to do. He can come any way he wants to. He can use anyone he wants to use. But when you have an old mentality... An old anointing, an old oil, you've locked God in. And now you're limited. You're limited. You think God can only come a certain way because that's the way your church has been doing it. That's the way you all have been doing it so long. God can do whatever he wants to do. And God does not need your permission either. Amen. So fresh oil is key. Amen. Because I'm going to give you this revelation, and then we're going to close out, and then I'm going to stop. Amen. I've learned something about, about joy. The Bible says the joy of the Lord is our strength. Amen, someone. You recognize this. Watch this. You only have access to joy after you've praised. You don't have access to joy without praising first. It is, it is not accessible to you until you give God glory. Because joy is his. Because the joy of the Lord is your strength. It's not yours. It's his. The only way you have access to his joy is through praise. <laughs> because joy has never been ours. It's his. Are you understand what I'm saying? A amen, someone. Amen. I love this. Amen. Because there's also, amen, uh, I, I want to break it down a little bit concerning the joy. Amen. But let me show you this, that there are signs and wonders even in praise. You don't believe me. Exodus chapter 1. Amen, someone. Who is like unto thee, O Lord, among the gods? Who is like the glorious in holiness, fearful in praises, doing wonders? So there are miracles, signs, and wonders in the Lord that we have access to when we give him glory. Amen, someone. So now here's where we need to be. Because the Bible declares, amen, someone, that, that let, let me show you this in Psalm 114. Meet me at 2, number 2. And I'm going to read through verse 7 very quickly. Judah was his sanctuary, and Israel his dominion. The sea saw it and fled. Jordan was driven back. The mountains skipped like rams, and the little hills like lambs. What ailed thee, O thou sea, that thou fled? The Jordan that was driven back. You mountains that skipped like rams, and you little hills like lambs. Tremble, thou earth, at the presence of the Lord, and at the presence of the God of Jacob. 
So now you notice that when you spend time in prayer, in praise, and in worship, the presence of God removes things out of your way. You, you see that? And then, amen, someone, because the presence of God is within you, people begin to show you favor. When you walk into a room, the room change. When you clock in at work, the whole company changes. Do you, do you hear what I'm saying? Because of the presence of the Lord in you. Do, do you hear what I'm saying? Those are the benefits of a praiser. That God's presence is always with them. Are you hearing what I'm saying? Amen, someone. Amen. The Lord just opened up the door for me and blessed me. Amen, someone. And I was speaking with this fella, amen, and come to find out he was a believer in Christ. And we were able to work out a deal so quickly. We worked out a deal without paper. We worked out a deal based on a handshake and a hug. Listen, in less than 10 minutes, we stopped talking business and we laughing and joking and talking about the Lord because the business deal was done because of the presence of God. Do you understand? And, I, and I'm telling you, by the power of God, I prophesy to every one of you here that as you give God glory this year, his presence will open up doors for you. Amen. His presence will open up doors for you. Give God praise. So, in 1 Corinthians chapter 10, Verse 10. Amen. And 1 Corinthians chapter 10, 10. God can't stand murmurs and complainers. No, I'm serious. He can't stand it. He can't stand it. He cannot stand complainers. Amen. I'm going to tell you, you need to limit your time with complainers. This year, you're going to have to limit your time with complainers. If all they got to do is complain, I, I, I mean, they find a way to complain about. Here, you done broke your back to cook them food and it ain't hot enough. It ain't seasoned enough. It ain't this enough. They find ways to come. Y'all don't hear me. They find ways, no matter what, to complain. And they wonder why things are being destroyed around them. Complainers operate with a cycle of destruction. Because the more they complain, the more the things they love are being destroyed. It's a spiritual concept. It's a spiritual principle, amen? So are y'all hearing that revelation? When you notice things are being destroyed in your life that you appreciate and that you love, it's because you're complaining too much. Because there are people with less that will give more praise. So God will look at the person, amen, someone, who has less but appreciate and take from you and give it to them. He can't stand complainers. You ain't never satisfied. Turn to your neighbor and tell you ain't never satisfied. You always got a problem. Amen. You are a glass half full person. You are a glass half, I'm sorry, glass half empty person. 
Amen. Some people you don't even like saying hello to because you know what they're getting ready to talk about. You be like, you trying to move fast. Hey, what's going on? How you doing? Hey, 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 give me a minute, man. What's up? What's going on? Man, listen, man. We didn't bruh. Bruh. Right, bruh. We didn't heard the same word. We serve the same God. We believe the same teachings. Amen, someone. Your problem is you haven't learned to appreciate what you have. Amen, someone. And that's why things are being destroyed around you. Someone read 1010 of 1 Corinthians. But praises are infectious. Praises are appreciative. Amen. Go ahead, read loud. No, you got to go louder than that. Go ahead, hold on. Neither murmur. Hold on, Sister Pumphrey, go ahead. Neither murmur ye as some of them also murmured. Yes. And they were destroyed of the destroyer. Go ahead, read, read the next verse. Right? Oh, now, all these things happen unto them as examples so we can have a pattern or template to follow. Thank you. Amen. So God does not like complainers. Amen. Do you hear what I'm saying? Amen. Murmurs. Complainers. Amen. People that have not learned how to be thankful, how to be grateful, how to have gratitude. Amen, someone. Amen. And that's one of the things that Pastor Lionel always worked on our children with, to have manners, to be appreciative. Amen, someone. Say thank you. Say please. I appreciate it. Amen. Go out of your way to be appreciative. Do you, do you hear what I'm saying? Turn to your name and tell them you need to thank God right now. Did they do it? Did they do it? Thank you, Jesus. <laughs> so, I'm going to give you this last point. Amen. Amen. And Apostle Graham is going to love this, and those that love the word, they're going to love this. Throw your hands up if you love the word. Tell the Lord, I love the word. Joel chapter 1. Don't miss this. Hold on one sec. You got to get this. She got to get this. Hold on one second. Joel chapter 1, verse 12. Joel 1, 12. Minister Vince, you're going to love it, man. Joel uh, 1, Joel, 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 or Joel. Amen. I'm sorry, that's my South Philly accent. Amen. Amen. Joel chapter 1, verse 12. Amen, someone. And, and you know what? Um, um, why not? Let's go to verse 11. Wow. Hold on. Why not? Let's go to verse 10. Amen. Why not? Let's go to verse 9. Let's go to verse 8. Amen. Actually, we can do the whole chapter, but we don't have. But let's, let's verse 8. Lament like a virgin girded with sackcloth for her husband of her youth. The meat offering and the drink offering is cut off from the house of the Lord. You're going to love this. 
The priests, the Lord's ministers mourn. The field is wasted. The land mourns. For the corn is wasted. The new wine is dried up. The oil languisheth. Be ye ashamed, O you husbandmen. Howl, O ye vine dressers. For the wheat and for the barley, because the harvest of the field is perished. O preacher, why is the harvest perished? Preacher, why is my life perishing? Why is it that I don't have a harvest? Why is it that 2016 was a year of drought for me? Well, here is the answer. Someone say, preach Holy Ghost. 12, verse 12 says, the vine is dried up and the fig tree languisheth, the pomegranate tree, the palm tree also, and the apple tree. Even all the trees of the field are withered. Watch this. Someone say, why? Because joy is withered away from the sons of men. You are experiencing drought because there's no joy in your life. You are experiencing lack because there's no joy. And where there's no joy, God is never at. His presence, in his presence, there's fullness of joy. And he gives a path to life. Watch this. And at his right hand, the pleasures of life evermore. So if you are experiencing drought, that's because there's no joy, because there's no presence, there's no direction, you haven't heard God's voice, and you're not in the place to receive his blessings. So when joy is gone, where there's no praise, there can be no joy. That's why you take the worst situation in your life and you better put a praise on it quick. Oh, you don't hear what I'm saying. I'm talking about the worst thing in your life right now. The worst thing in your marriage. The worst thing in the life of your children. The worst thing in your finances. And you go home today and you put a praise on it. Amen, someone. If you're sick in your body, lay hands and give God a praise. Mm -hmm. Did I read that correctly? Did I read that correctly? Because joy. I know you got to go. But listen to this. This is why, this is why the devil wants you to stay depressed and oppressed so therefore praise won't come out and joy won't have access to you and where there's no joy there's no harvest is that simple is that simple it's that deep but that's simple that every place in my life where there's no joy is always a place where there's no praise. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. This is one of the reasons why the Apostle Paul was so effective throughout 75% of the New Testament writing those New Testament books and encouraged the churches that he overseen and was an apostle to Christ for. He greeted them with encouragement and with praise. Then he gave rebuke. You don't give rebuke first. You bring the praise first. So every place throughout 2016 
and we're at, we, we, listen, we're really in this new year now. This is a first strong week. And amen. And I know many of you are faced with decisions as to whether or not to duplicate 2016 or whether or not you're going to start a new systematic shift in your life. Amen, someone. And the first thing in order to do to prepare yourself for victory is to get your mouth muscle right, to get your heart and soul right, that I will bless like David said. I, listen, David went through the war, one of the worst times of his life when he had to change his behavior, amen, in the presence of the king or else the king would have killed him. And out of that experience birthed a wonderful psalm, I will bless the Lord at all times and his praise will continually be in my mouth. Did y'all get that revelation and understand it concerning joy? Give God a shout of praise in this house. Every place that withered away was because joy left the sons of men. Mm-hmm. And then you read on, a fast was proclaimed. You read on in Joel, a fast was proclaimed so that that way the joy of the Lord can come back because these people of God just giving you some synopsis were focused on the wrong things they were focused on materialistic wealth they were focused on food they were focused on prestige and all those things amen so all of that had to be removed so they can finally see that even all that they had they had no joy so therefore, joy was the missing ingredient. Because joy has a way of making you know everything is okay when it's not. <laughs> joy has a way of letting you, amen, make yourself to open up those blinds and get dressed and go to work or leave the house when you don't feel like it. Joy, amen, so will let you hang up the phone after getting bad news and give God glory, praise, amen. Joy, amen, will tell you to do something different in spite of what the issue tells you or wants you to do. So this is what we wanted to impart to us today, amen. And we're getting ready to, to praise God something serious. I'm not talking about the kind of praise that's going to make me feel like I preached a good message. No, I'm talking about the kind of praise that's going to give you access to joy. I'm talking about the kind of praise that's going to remove depression far from your life. I'm talking about the kind of praise that's going to remove discouragement far from you. I'm talking about the kind of praise that's going to give you divine information for your business. I'm talking about the kind of praise that's going to give you wisdom how to conduct yourself even in your marriage. I'm talking about the kind of praise that's going to give you wisdom, amen, someone, to even to be a good parent of your children. I'm talking about the kind of wisdom that's going to allow you to keep your mouth closed and hear the Lord say, this battle ain't yours. Saints of God, I'm so excited for this great opportunity to share with you all right now. And I tell you, I know that the Lord is blessing and moving by his spirit all over this wonderful world while this broadcast is on. We want you to partner with us as we advance God's kingdom all for his glory. Well, until next time, I want you to know that the Lord loves you. Again, this has been Warren Martin Ministries, and I thank God for you watching and tuning in. God bless you. We'll see you soon.
Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.